At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER This episode is brought to you by GT's Synergy Kombucha. Y'all probably know that finding something new to nerd out about is what really gets me going, especially when we're talking about fermentation science. So I was glad to team up with GT Living Foods and talk to you about their kombucha. They combine their signature 30-day fermented kombucha with fresh juices, purees, and extracts to make incredibly tasty drinks with no added sugar, lots of nutrients, and a little bit of fizz. They sent me a few flavors to try, and I'm in love with the California Citrus one. So find Synergy Kombucha in the tall glass bottles in the refrigerated section of your local grocery store or supermarket and try them for yourself. One of those is powered by the On My Feet Network and brought to you by the Up On Game Network. Be sure to download the On My Feet app on all iOS and Android devices and be sure to follow the Up On Game Network on Twitter and Instagram at Up On Game Network. Enjoy the show. Welcome to one of those, the show that explores the art of sneaker culture. I'm your host, Adam Butler, back with another episode. Thank you so kindly for being here. Man, I'm excited about this week's show. I got a really good friend and a really dope homie on the episode this week. I'm so excited to feature DJ Heat, man. If you're from the D.C. area, DJ Heat is a legend. 
But she's also universal, man. She is the official DJ for the Washington Wizards, for the Washington Mystics. She was a DJ in an official capacity for the WNBA during the whole bubble year. Um, she's a TikTok star. And, of course, she's a sneakerhead, man. Um, I'm just excited to speak with her. Um, she's super, super dope and she's a friend, man. So it's just really cool to have her on and really cool to hear her share her story. She's been through so much, but the thing I really appreciate about heat is she's like the epitome of endurance, man. The epitome of, of just like grind and hard work, man. You know, people around here, we've seen her from her WPGC days when she was just on, on the radio mixing to now when you go to a Wizards game, you hear her mixing and you hear her voice there, man. She's big time. And I'm just super, super excited again to introduce her to you guys. We're going to do that in a moment. Um, but before we get to that and before we get to this week's uh, said what I said, I just want to thank you guys again for uh, locking in with the Up On Game Network, locking in with the On My Feet Network, and of course, locking in with me we've been doing some really dope things and the show is really starting to get some traction so i'm really 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 just excited about that and thankful to you guys man i didn't want to start the show without saying thank you to the people that make the show run i appreciate you guys all right we're going to be right back with dj heat in a moment but before that i said what i said Okay, for this week's segment, I want to I want to take it out of sneakers just a bit, even though it does tie to sneakers because I'm talking about the NBA, and I'm going to talk about some of the bigger brands and what they can do to solve this problem. But it's not a sneaker problem, okay? I watched a dunk contest this weekend, and it was by far the worst dunk contest I've ever seen in my entire life. There's no debate about it. I'm sure there were some that was just as bad, but there was not a dunk contest worse than this one. All right. Now, the dunk contest, whether we like it or not, is a marquee event for NBA All-Star Weekend. It just is what it is. We love the three-point contest. We like the skills competition. We had a celebrity game, all that. None of that. All that pales in comparison to the dunk contest. So when the dunk contest doesn't go right, NBA All-Star doesn't go right. That's just the facts. That's just the facts. So what do we do about this? In my opinion, the dunk contest only goes right when one of two things goes down. You need one of these two things to happen, all right? You need to find a generational dunker and some young NBA star. That's what they attempted to do this year. It didn't work. Or you get star power involved. If you have a superstar like Ja Morant or, you know, someone like that, right? I'm not even talking about LeBron James and the older dudes. I'm talking about like one of the young guns like Ja Morant, right? Who is probably the best dunker in the league right now. When you have star power, they don't have to jump off a car or do backflips or dunks that just defy all, you know, physics in order to get a pop from the crowd. You're just excited to see that superstar do what they do. A lot of the dunks that Vince Carter was doing, they were amazing. Don't get me wrong. They were incredibly hard. But it was really the the mystique of Vince Carter being out there. It was the mystique of Michael Jordan being out there. Kobe Bryant, God rest him, didn't have the world's most impressive performance in the dunk contest. But it was the mystique of having the young gun Kobe Bryant, the future of the league, out there. To me, this is a more proven remedy than trying to find some wild, some dude who's just going to be a generational dunker. Now, how do we get a John Morant and other superstars to perform? Well, Nike, 
Well, Adidas, well, Under Armour, get involved, create incentives, create a bet amongst the brands or something. Have an Adidas athlete, have a Nike athlete out there, have an Under Armour athlete, let them go against each other. Have some fun with it because you all are still dependent on the NBA right now. You're still tied and tethered to the NBA. So I want to see the biggest Adidas athlete that's a dunker. I want to see the biggest Nike athlete that's a dunker. And I want to see the biggest Under Armour athlete that's a dunker. And whoever else want to jump out there, New Balance, whoever. Let's have the brands go against each other. Money goes to charity. Put that pressure on the superstar to participate in this thing that's so important to the culture. Amen. When D Brown was flying around with Reebok pumps on and he pumped them up before he did it, everybody wanted to buy Reebok pumps. We still rocking Jordans because Mike took off on the free throw line. It's important. They create moments like we talked about last week. Don't let your dunk contest fall off. If you are one of the big brands, get involved. You can't tell me the NBA wouldn't be cool with it. Somehow or another, or if it's just Nike that wants to get involved, make it happen. It's not your fault that the dunk contest fell off, but I'm giving you an idea. You can take it or leave it. But I said what I said. Pete, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mr. Adam Butler, <laughs> for having me. The Butler did it studios. <laughs> Yo, listen, me and this one go back super duper far. So this this hey. interview may go off the rails a couple of times. I'm just saying it for the people that don't know. <laughs> All right, but I do want to I want to start off by saying that I am extremely proud of you. You know, you've always been doing big things. I mean, since I met you, but you know, since the last time we've really had a conversation, you become a TikTok star. You DJing for professional franchises. This is this is it, it, this is just the type of stuff I like to see from people that I've been rocking with for some time, man. I'm I am I am you know. I want to give you your flowers before I we get started. That. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And you as well, seeing big things of you. I'm like, oh, he's getting all the deals. Hey, look, I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get like, look, look, let me go do that black thing. I'm trying to get like you. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting like you, brother. <laughs> Yo, no, it's super dope, man. So tell me about, you know, that atmosphere. You're DJing for the Wizards. You're DJing for the Mystics. Like, tell me about that, that, that atmosphere. What's that like to be the person that kind of controls the mode, really, for the for the stadium man it's it's really really exciting especially because you know you know me i'm i'm a dc girl through and through and i'm a fan of all dc sports teams so the dj for two teams that i came up watching yeah (laughs) i've been fans of is like like wow this is surreal i get to be at all these home games and you know (laughs) and really see all the action yeah in person as far as the music that's that's a whole another level as well and is i could say getting into sports it has made me better as a dj as well because a lot of people think that it's just playing music yeah um sports djing is a whole different level of djing like you have to know what to play like if the team goes on a a 10-0 run and the other team calls a timeout what song am i going to play you know to get the crowd amp or you know there's 
only three seconds left. You know, we about to inbound the ball. This is it's a lot of situations that yeah. that I mean, we watch sports, so imagine. You know, we we know all the situations that the players prepare for, but all of us that work in it's called game presentation. Mm. We have to prepare for that as well. You know, we be on headset like during certain timeouts. Like, okay, if the team calls another timeout, we're gonna do this, and you know, send out dancers, or you know, we might do T-shirts. It, it's it's a lot, but I appreciate it. Like I said, it's definitely made me better as a DJ as well. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you get into this? How'd you how'd you end up? You know, being on the the radar of the Mystics and then and then the Wizards. Um, I actually applied for this position like a million different times <laughs> before I, I finally got it. Um, I think the first time I ever applied was like in maybe like 2011. I always get the dates mm. mixed up. But in total, I applied for this position four different times yeah. before I actually got the job, um, which was in, in 2017 when I became the Mystics DJ. Yeah. And, you know, learning a lot from my boss at the time that hired me, shout out to uh, Jared Ronsky. I learned a lot from him about when it comes to sports music and, and what to do. And I was lucky enough that in 2018, I got offered a position to be the Wizards DJ. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I guess, I, you know, they like what I'm doing with the Mystics. So <laughs> come, come on over here to the Wizards yeah. as well. So the interest really got into... Um, a lot of people were, were were actually telling me about the position, mm-hmm. and I, a lot of people believed that I could do it before I even believed that I could do it. I could say that literally every single time, those four times that I applied, mm-hmm. I was told by someone else to do it. Yeah. And by the time I got to that fourth time, you know, again, someone else was like, "Heat, you should apply." You know, they got to open it. I'm like, "Man, I know I applied three times already." Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, "Do it!" I'm telling you, do it. And so, you know, that fourth time was the charm. But looking back um, on those previous three times before I got the position, yeah. I know I definitely wasn't ready yet. Um, I, I gained a lot more experience over the years since between that first time I applied to that final time when I, I did get the job. So I, I say all of that to say this, you know, it's, it's all in that preparation and, and timing. You know, mm-hmm. if you really want something, you know, it doesn't come easy and you feel like you might have deserved it at this point in your life, but it's going to come through at a better time where you're better prepared for it in your career and in your life. Right, right. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, that's just that's just the, the epitome of grind and mm-hmm. sticking with it and all of that stuff. I love hearing that. That's so super dope. And, you know, I've, 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 I've actually seen you on TV a couple of times. Um, <laughs> do you think? I don't know if you, and, and, you know, people sharing pictures of you and stuff. And, yeah. you know, I'm just, I, again, I, I, I guess I'm just so proud of you. I think it's super Thank duper you. cool. So we're here to talk about sneakers. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're here to yeah. talk about sneakers. But I do want to, I do want to ask one thing about as it correlates to, professional basketball and sneakers mm-hmm. and in particular the WNBA, right? I think the mm-hmm. WNBA is starting to finally get the respect and the popularity. Obviously it's, it's you know, it hasn't reached the, the heights of the NBA yet, but I think it's as mm-hmm. close as it's ever been. You have legit superstars in the WNBA. And then when it correlates to sneakers and I've had a couple of ladies on here and I've, I've, I've we've talked about like somebody, uh, releases that are you know they end up being unisex but really they made for women like the the moniers and things like that right mm-hmm. do you think we're close and people would say the moniers are like the sneaker of the year right like yeah. i you know i love both pairs i have the threes right <laughs> um i need those ones though i'm getting the ones. <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> but um when you see that and you see us a, a release that was tailored for women black mm-hmm. women right meant to be worn by women 
Do you uh-huh. think that there's a there could be a time where the number one sneaker could be the signature sneaker of a WNBA superstar? Definitely. Mm. Most definitely. Because we, we know even for for those of us that are, you know, we're Jordan heads and retro yeah. Jordan heads. You know, me, I used to work in retail. I used to work at Finish Line. Mm. So anytime, you know, a women's Jordan was released that the guys thought was dope as well, what were they doing? Like, if they fit that size category for yeah. that conversion, yeah, they they were buying it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it definitely can happen because, mm. you know, with, with sneaker culture, it's all about, you know, what's dope. Mm-hmm. and was fly so when the time and it will come like mm-hmm. that super dope sneaker is going to come out and skyrocket and like you said a, a w player will have i'm yeah. going to say like that will have yeah. a top selling sneaker <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by gt's living foods so rob uh we got a sponsorship from gt they sent a big old box of kombucha bottles to my house uh and we we really slammed these things down i i loved this kombucha it had that great uh fermented tang the wonderful fizziness uh when you you kind of feel it going into your body and there's like a pleasant rumbling throughout your whole anatomy Uh, i don't know it, it just feels good it tastes good i i am truly really into this stuff yeah, I particularly enjoy kombucha and uh, especially these GT Synergy kombuchas. Uh, whenever I'm, uh, you know, d- taking a break from, say, beer and wine or cocktails, it's a wonderful alternative to to beer and wine around the holiday season. And it's it's cool even to think about drinking it because it's full of life. Yeah, I w- I found this really interesting looking over the materials they sent us about how it's authentically brewed in small five gallon batches. It's got a 30-day ferment, and from what I understand, uh, this is the reason that you have 9 billion living probiotics in every bottle of this stuff. As I chug, I consume 9 billion souls. No, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you're taking in all this wonderful microbiota from this uh, th- this delicious fermented beverage. Uh, it's, it's one of the most interesting drinks you can drink in addition to being delicious and making you feel good. Well, you two can get in on the action with GT Synergy. I buy mine in the chilled section at Whole Foods, but you can also get it at other natural stores, mom and pop shops, as well as the big retailers like Walmart and Target. Look for it near the fresh produce or salad bar. Yeah, I know there's a dunk coming out. Um, uh, I think it's the Lisa Leslie joint. It's supposed to commemorate her time as a, as a uh, spark. And then I remember the first time I bought a woman's sneaker and had to figure out the sizing and all that out of out of the eBay. I bought the yeah. Cheryl Swoops joint, and that's still exactly. one of my favorite sneakers of all time. Shouts out to Cheryl Swoops, man. I mean, you know, back then Nike basketball was just dropping all so I don't think they even called it exactly. Nike basketball. They did. It was so crazy. So I do see that. I think that we can get to a point where, and I think it's soon, and, and again I don't think people even look at it like oh, it's a WNBA sneaker or it's an NBA sneaker. I think it's just like with the Maniers, it's like this is a dope sneaker. That's it. It happens to be inspired by women, which I think it's really, really dope. But do you think it's important that people know that this sneaker was designed by women, inspired by women, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely important because I know with, with sneaker culture and especially with sneaker design, I think we, we a lot of people tend to still think about guys mm. are behind it. Mm-hmm. So to know that there is so many women, dope women, dope mm. black women out here doing their thing in mm. the culture and that representation matters. 
because it's going to expire younger generations. Because, you know, there are young girls out here that are, of course, they rocking sneakers, they begging their parents for sneakers, you know, they Mm -hmm. asking for the sneakers for Christmas. (laughs) But to see that it goes deeper than just, okay, the sneakers on the shelf, like, no, this is what's really behind this sneaker. And they could see that, like, yo, somebody that looks like me, like, we just tend to think athletes. (laughs) Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for for, for something like that, it's yeah, it's, it's it goes way beyond just you know the athletes or mm-hmm. like I said, and just a sneaker on the shelf. It's it's right. inspiring younger generations to come. It's the storytelling, you know. Like uh-huh. and and you know, I, I as I think about it, there's there are women with signature sneakers now, and it's uh-huh. funny because I had uh, my man Chuck Keys on last week, and we were talking about how. You know, we've kind of moved past the point of like, oh, this athlete is wearing this sneaker, so now I want to wear it. Maybe that's the worst for kids, like you know. But us, you know, we us yeah, adults, adults, right? Here, right, yeah. We look at it different. So there's a bunch of people with with signature sneakers, business women, businessmen, you know, um, entertainers, blah, blah, going, going, going. But I do think it's important just for the culture because there's been so many sneakers that's been modeled and promoted by this athlete or that athlete, the Jordan, LeBron, I think it is important that a woman say, Hey, I had one that was just as big as the dunk um, as the, the, the Garnett. I mean, the Garnett. Yeah. Well, the Garnett or the, I meant to say the, um, the, the, the KD or the yeah. Kyrie or the whatever, you know what I mean? I think it's just yeah. important that, 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 I think, I think the WNBA and someone, several people in the WNBA deserve that moment because they haven't had it yet. The show suit was dope. You know, the Lisa Leslie, whatever that's dope, but like they right. haven't had that moment where like, yo, my joint is the, is the joint. The kids are wearing my it's sneaker. Right. right. It's, it's coming, man. Yeah. I'm putting it out there. It's, yeah. it's definitely coming. It's definitely coming. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. So let's talk about you and your sneaker history. <laughs> you know, I, I, long as I known you, you've had the heat. That's man. not just your name. That is what you <laughs> wear on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real, like you, you, you know, you known um, anybody that's from DC, the DMV area, know that about. There's a few people in this area that we know got the yeah, and you <laughs> one of them. Okay, so tell me how you got into that. What what, what got you into sneaker culture? So the funny thing that got me into sneaker culture, I mentioned earlier that um, I used to work for Finish Line, mm-hmm. like back in the day. Um, I got a job with Finish Line after I graduated college because you know it's. It's tough to get into your real industry after college. Yeah. yeah. So I was just applying anywhere that could pay the bills because, you know, <laughs> you got to pay back these student loans. Yeah. So I was a manager at Finish Line from like 2002 to, I think, about like 2008. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know anything about sneakers. They knew I had I had like experience and leadership experience, mm-hmm. <laughs> so they hired me for that. They didn't hire me for sneaker knowledge, and right. that's the one thing that I learned about working in retail. Period. Like, yeah. I don't care if this kid knows what Jordan comes out five years from now on this date, and nah, do do they have the other skills? Yeah. But you gotta know you got your customers coming in that do mm-hmm. want to know a lot of that stuff. Not just when it comes to you know Jordans. Because when I started off, I was in quote unquote an urban store. I was at the uh, Forestville Mall location. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those in the DMV area, yeah, that's, know the, about hood, that's the hood. Mall. For, Forestville Mall, you yeah, know, yeah. they want to know the people right. coming. They wanted to know what was popping, what's hot, when the joint come out, what is this, what is that, like. Right. So I forced myself to learn mm-hmm. about sneakers and sneaker culture, and of course, being in the store, you know, being the first one when the shipment comes in to see things and just falling in love with stuff. And then I started researching 
release dates on my own, actually like learning about the history of that I just turned into that giant sneaker head. Mm. <laughs> All thanks to me working at finish line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll do it. You know, that's that's a lot of our story. He, you know, like we, you know, when I talk to people. You know, I've had the honor to talk to so many dope people within the culture. And a lot of them, I would say almost 95 percent of them, the story was I used to work at Foot Locker. I used to work at this. I used to work there. I used to work at Shoe City at the Boulevard. Shouts out to the Boulevard that, ain't, that don't exist no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right, they don't. <laughs> don't. It's isn't that crazy. But yeah, so I know I know what you're saying. But yeah, so that's that's the, the working in that retail. Um, it, Did it kind of like, you know. Is this, was it a case that like, yo, you always maybe you always had a, like a, 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 a an affinity for cool sneakers, but like working in retail really like blossomed your your. No, mm. it's, it's really crazy with me. Like I, I didn't give a darn about sneakers at all mm. until I started working at Finish Line. So what, yeah. at that age, I'm already what, like 20, 22, 23 years old. Yeah. So even while while coming up, you know, I was sometimes recognized that, you know, you know, certain dates back on school, like, okay, everybody's wearing the same kind of shoes. Like, mm-hmm. I guess a shoe came, but I, I really didn't care. <laughs> I used to always joke about this as well. Mm-hmm. When my mom would take me school shopping for new sneakers, I would only get sneakers twice a year. And my thing was, this wasn't, this didn't come from my mom. It came from me. Mm-hmm. We're not going to spend no more than $50 on my sneakers. Mm. So, wow. and, and and that carried on actually into I worked at Finish Line. So yeah. through college, even though, you know, went to HBCU, Morgan State, and, you know, yeah. people like to say HBCUs are fashion shows. But yeah. even while still in college, I was still like, I'm only going to buy sneakers when I need them or, you know, if I started working out. Yeah. But I'm not going to pay no more than $50 for a pair of sneakers. What? But once I got to, yeah, it's crazy. You you know me as a sneakerhead now, but until that point where I started working at Finish Line, I really did not care about sneakers. (laughs) It's, yeah, (laughs) that's crazy, right? Yeah, no, it's, I'm, I'm actually shocked. I never, and you, you were in my movie and everything, and I never thought to ask you this. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I never knew this like this. So, so, okay. You start working at the retail and what is it just like, you just, is you, are you just seeing the, the cool stuff dropping or. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Started seeing the wow. cool stuff and it probably, it actually probably took me about a year till I even bought like a pair of Jordans. So after yeah. a year, but you know, what's funny, <laughs> I would say what's funny about it. Mm-hmm. Even after, you know, I'm, I'm working as a manager and finish line now, I'm, I'm more educated about, you know, all ends of sneakers. So at mm-hmm. this point now, I'm at a suburban store. I'm at Montgomery Mall in Bethesda, Maryland. Uh, one thing about that, I had to learn more about the technical running side of things. So mm-hmm. I, I had increased my knowledge about technical running. Mm-hmm. But something said, let me finally buy a pair of Jordans. You know, I've been working mm-hmm. at... Uh, finish line for a year now. I think I'm yeah. still buying like cheap on sale stuff. Like I had like right. a, I think one of my work shoes was like an Iverson slip on yeah. that was like 29. I was still yeah. being that that yeah. person. Yeah. So my first, I still remember the first pair of Jordans I, I purchased, which mm. was the uh, cool gray nines. Mm. However, guess how much I paid for them cool gray nines? Please tell me. $49.99. See, back in the day. I was still being no, <laughs> that's because so this is the thing with when um finish line, you was able to research inventory throughout oh, right. the company. Right. 
So we knew that sometimes things would get marked down. Like, you know, we get those markdowns sent to yeah. our emails and we'll see that we have one size 15 left for this shoe. Right. This shoe is now $49.99. Right, right. Now, I would search the inventory like that. Like that, I wonder if anybody else. This shoe was forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I wonder if any if any store has it in my size. Right, and they did. So yeah, the store yeah, shipped yeah. it to me. So my first pair of Jordans were the cool gray nines, and nice. I paid forty nine ninety nine. So me still being cheap, saying yeah. I'm not gonna pay fifty dollars for a shoe. But yeah. with fifty dollars, yeah. got my first pair of Jordans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But then I stopped being yeah. cheap cheap after a while and just start <laughs> using my employee discount as it should be used like it's something come out dope that i like yeah. i like it. Go ahead, you know <laughs> so you fell victim to this horrible habit you almost you fought it for most of for like a, a good chunk of your life and then uh-huh. you fell victim to this awful habit that we all have of chasing these sneakers and spending all this money yeah, on these shoes, but you know, th- we both know, like, and it's like, here come the old head portion of it, right? <laughs> Back in the day, it used to be like, you know, what I mean, but it was, it was, you know, and I think it's like this for a twenty something now. It's like it's fun chasing. Yeah. They chase differently, obviously, but like you know, yeah, you gotta get it. I see them getting up for that sneakers app. I'm like, oh my I, god, that app, man. That, that, Right. I, just, I just I just go on. I'll just pay markup on goat. I'm not doing all this. <laughs> Yo, that's what I was telling Paul. Right. I was telling Paul. No, Paul been on the show before. I was telling P at this point. I don't even look at the sneaker. The sneaker join one. Right. One came out yesterday. I forget what came out. The uh, uh the blue joints. I can't even think of the name of them. Right. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, the blue marinas. That's what they called Marina blue yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Right. 170 retail. I go in my mind. That shoe don't cost 170. That shoe cost 240. That's what the that's the cost of the shoe in my mind. I'm not going to spend $170 on that shoe. And if you're listening right now, it's going that makes no sense. But that's what happens when you when you have this this hobby. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. But for us, it was a little different. We chased a little different Nike talk, all that stuff that was around all those little, you know, all those sites and stuff that we used to uh, deal with. What do you what do you think about where sneaker culture is now? Like, do you still enjoy it? Oh, you froze up. But wait a minute. I heard there you something. go. There you go. There you go. Okay. You need me to repeat the question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I think that's that's actually on my end. Hold on. Let me um let me come mm-hmm. back. Oh, my son in here playing the game. My wife probably down there doing some stuff too. So oh, you know how I got yeah, yeah. And I feel for y'all, especially I heard during the pandemic, everybody had to boost oh, all day. Oh, look, I got I'm, I'm sitting right next to a booster right now. So <laughs> but um, all right, let me repeat this question. So um yeah. You know, back in the day, you know, we we it was a little different for us. We had Nike talk and we waited yep. in line and all that stuff. Yes. You know, we we yes. some people would drive to different states to get stuff, all of that. Yes. Um, and a lot of people have nostalgia for that. Mm-hmm. Some of that stuff was stressful, just as stressful as getting on the Nike app, right? <laughs> what do you what do you think about sneaker culture now? Do you still is it still something that you enjoy? The only thing I enjoy about it now is probably when I'm able to get the shoes. Yeah. But it's we definitely can't do like you said, the the driving around and the chase and, and knowing and inventory because it's changed so much. Like even right. stores. Right. Like stores had to change how they handle big releases, period. Like right. we, we saw it I saw it starting to happen during my last year finish line where it's like, all right, you know. 
these people that have to do it this way. Then we saw, yeah. you know, how how raffles and yeah. now stores like don't even show up. Period. Right. You <laughs> get you up. already did this two weeks ago, right. and we already notified them people. Right. Two weeks ago. Um, right. So with with that aspect, I guess I could say like I guess that's like the purchaser, the, the, mm-hmm. the, you know, making the consumer mm-hmm. side of things with it. Um, the thing that is enjoyable though is to see just how far everything has come along and the people that could do collabs and mm. now it you don't get uh laughed at from wearing other brands now because they were certain yeah. brands that were not cool you know a few years ago that are cool right. now like we can right. say that about you know being from the DMV like New Balance. Yeah, you know, New Balance. Yeah. We were hardcore New Balance, but now mm-hmm. to see all these different, you know, New Balance that's coming out and people mm-hmm. snatching them up, and yeah. you know, like markup, a markup on New Balance, like it's, it's bizarre. <laughs> it's bizarre. It's bizarre. It's, it's, it's bizarre. Yeah. So just just to see how many people, and I know folks like my age and you know the the old heads or whatnot mm-hmm. may feel a certain way, but that's with anything, you know, that's happening. Period. Yeah. With all that we deal with, you know, we yeah. just gotta adapt to how to, you know, consume things differently, how to purchase things, blah blah blah. You know, we go through it in the sneaker culture, we go through it in in the music industry. You know, I'm sure you as a podcast, I've seen your evolution, the yeah. different ways you have to do things now because it yeah. is so it's a saturated market now, and like you are OG in this, so you're probably oh, yeah. like, er, like, er, <laughs> but I got. <laughs> You, you have to the adjust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to adjust yeah. to how just our world is evolving. So right. like, I'm never going to be like a hater with, with mm-hmm. things in the sneaker culture just because right. you have to do these things now. Or you have to get on the sneakers app. It's just, right. it's just a part of life, man. <laughs> it's a part of life, and you know, it's funny you bring up evolution because I've seen the evolution in you, and one of the 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 new tools to use not only for sneaker heads sneaker buyers consumers and just people that want to have fun and get entertained is TikTok. you are you you are one of the people i feel like has mastered that app you know <laughs> I, I i do feel i mean i'm not i'm not trying to gas you i, I really believe that you know you and a few other people that that and I, i'm i'm it's cool to know people that have like mastered that app and it's like mm. you know you figured out how to so let me just let me just get into it like how did you get into using TikTok? Like what, what about TikTok drew you to it? Um, I, I think like many of us when TikTok had their big explosion, cause it's been around for years, but yeah. during the pandemic it exploded because right. what, we're, we were all in the house. Right. And it gave us something to do and distract us yeah. from just being bored in the house and in the house bored. <laughs> shout out to TikTok. Right, shout out to TikTok. But it gave right. us something to do. So that was me. But I actually, during 2020, I was the one, I was just scrolling, watching everybody else's videos mm-hmm. in 2020. I didn't actually make my first TikTok post until mm-hmm. 2021. Mm-hmm. And for real, so what made me make my first TikTok post is because the Washington Wizards were, were doing something where they were showcasing me and our host Britt Waters. Mm-hmm. And they to we had to do a day in the life. You know, you yeah. see day in the life TikToks are popular. So I was like, uh, eh, might as well start using it. Mm-hmm. And started posting. So like most people, when you're new to posting, you just go mm-hmm. you're just trying whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm like, maybe will people like the sports stuff I post? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. where people then I had a song that was coming out um, yeah. in April. So I was like, my song is about TikTok. So let me mm-hmm. use TikTok to promote my song. But who knew from in March 2021, making my first TikTok post just, mm-hmm. you know, for Wizards content. April 2021, I released my single and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to promote TikTok you know, promote my single on TikTok. Mm-hmm. In May 2021 is when I posted my first go-go video. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because I was just, like I said, at that point, I was just trying different things. Mm-hmm. And something in me said, you know, let me do some DJ stuff. Let me yeah. do some cool DC stuff. Because I'm like, we love these go-go versions of songs in DC more than we love the original version. Yep. Let me make a TikTok about that. Yep. Yep. I had no clue it would take off like that. Yep. And I started just making more. And then within a few months, I'm getting featured for being a TikTok star. I'm like, what is happening? And then I just make other funny DC related TikToks. It just mm-hmm. crossed my mind. Like recently, I was like, why do we add an S at the end of everything? <laughs> I, I didn't know that it would take off like that. So it's, it's, yeah. it's wild to see. Like when I go out, I get recognized more now. It's like the TikTok DJ. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think that's the coolest thing in the world. I really do. Because it's, it's hip hop. Like it's, it's that's, you know, this show, the thing, you know, when, when, I, when I spoke to the people over at iHeart and, mm-hmm. and, you know, the people at On My Feet and we, when we were developing this, that the, and, you know, even back from the movie, you know, the thing I really wanted to show is how sneaker culture is a subculture of hip hop, that it always comes back to hip hop. And then it always comes back to, black culture you know what i mean and we in february and we and i and i just think that's so cool because you get on there and you 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 show something that is a not only a uh a subculture of black culture go go i'm talking about mm-hmm. a subculture which is it's not i don't even want to call it a subculture of hip-hop because it's like a it's like a sister to hip-hop it's not even you know they kind of came around at the same time and i think it's just really dope how you know you've evolved and used this new tool to talk about go-go music, talk about DC culture, and to really get yourself in a in a in a dope position. I think it's I think it's super awesome. I really thank do. you, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> I really do. I think it's cool, man. So that's 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 um get ready to wrap this up. I I well, one last question and one last yes. thing I really wanted to uh really really touch on. Um you know you again you talk about evolution you talk about where things are going you do a good job of accepting where things are going bringing it back to the sneakers um with with tiktok with all of these new tools and ways to to break down sneakers and all that like where do you see it going do you think it's going to be more micro content or you know with with like nfts i know i'm asking a extremely loaded question Ooh. but i the, the thing i really want to just ask you is like <laughs> where do you where do you do you see sneakers continuing to evolve or do you see a drop off in the culture? I definitely do not see a drop off mm-hmm. at all because just seeing as you as you mentioned like content wise mm-hmm. to see all the different types of content that revolves around sneaker mm-hmm. culture with not just like the the websites and and the IG pages but mm-hmm. even like you said when I'm on TikTok seeing different things within the culture like like the funniest thing to me seeing on tiktok is sneaker employees posting the stuff when it gets when the shit that comes in yo we used to get fired if we post something for the release date yo for real 
<laughs> it's encouraged. Yeah. It's encouraged. Yeah. I wouldn't even be surprised if, you know, some of these employees, they they not got, you know, some, some deals from their employers or yeah. maybe some secret companies like, hey, we know you got a following. Can you hype up this release for us? And even when you mentioned NFTs, mm -hmm. um, Nike got into the NFT space. Yes, they did. And, yeah. They, they're and prepared. Adidas. Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. they're ready. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we go to see how that is going to continue to mm -hmm. evolve and you know, with, with so many different brands out here and not just the major brands, but I'm seeing the love from like independent brands mm -hmm. and, and to come up and, you know, sh shout out my homie Rock Deep. Every time I wear his sneakers, people mm. stop me and ask like, yo, like, what are those? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm sharing the info like, yo, this is my homie. He got his own sneaker yeah, line. Check it yeah, out. Yeah. Like, stuff yeah. like that. So that shows you how like the culture is just continuing to grow in it, but it's, it's definitely, it's no slowing down. It's, it's going to be very interesting to yeah. see what takes place in the next few years. Cause yeah. I know all like the brands, they, they're thinking years in advance, just yeah. with the int introduction of them getting into the metaverse. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. know it's some crazy things coming. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. 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 Well, I know one thing that's not going to stop and that's you. Please continue to do keep doing your thing. I, I I know I keep saying it, but I am super proud of you. Thank you so much for John knocking my mic over. See, I'm excited. I am knocking my mic over. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you so much for doing the show. Um, I'm I'm so happy I was able to get on your schedule, big timer. Keep doing, your <laughs> keep doing your thing. I hope we get to talk again soon. Thank you, Adam. You the man, dog. Hey, 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 hey. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>All right, big shout out to DJ He for joining the show, man. Thank you so much. She's so super dope. I'm glad you guys got to hear from her. Um, my final thought is this. Give flowers while you can. I found myself and, and, and a lot of times with these shows, I find myself talking to people and I and I'm kind of showering them with praise. And, I, and I, it's because they deserve it. Right. I, I don't really have people on here that don't deserve their praise, that don't deserve their flowers. They haven't done dope things in their industry. Heat is definitely one of them. But we all know somebody like that. Again, they don't have to be a star. They don't have to be, you know, um, in, in the entertainment industry or anything like that. They could just be your grandma. <laughs> they could be your auntie. They could be your cousin. They could be your pops. They could be your moms. They could be your homeboy. They could be your sister. Whoever. Show them love while they're here. I don't got to get into it. You know how, how short life is. Give people their flowers while they are here. Let them hear it while they're here. It means a lot. Trust me. You never know how you could just change somebody's day by letting them know how special they are to you. And how what they've done in this world matters. I don't think I got to explain that anymore. Give people their flowers while they're here. And let me give you your flowers while you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, you all are. Listen, you guys are making this show into a total success. So thank you so much again for joining me. I always appreciate you. And I will be back next week with another dope guest. The work don't stop. All right. Be sure to follow me. MSR underscore Adam. MSR underscore Adam on all social platforms. 
You can also follow me on TikTok at the Butler Did It Podcast. Okay, the Butler Did It Podcast. You can follow me on TikTok. I got a lot of content on there. But if you don't feel like remembering all of that stuff, just hit the link tree in my Instagram bio and my Twitter bio. All stuff is there, including past episodes of this show. Be sure to follow the team, the Up On Game Network at Up On Game Network. And be sure to follow the On My Feet Network at On My Feet Network on all social platforms. Remember to mind your mental health. Remember to mind your physical health. And please, ladies and gentlemen, always continue to be great. I'm about here.